0: Hello and welcome to another episode of K-Botek, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas with me, John. This episode, we're going to be talking about why The Pirates is great and why The Pirates, the last royal treasure, is terrible. The Pirates, first, is a 2014 comedy adventure film starring Song Yee Jin, uh, known best perhaps for Crash Landing on You, um, which she went on to do after this. Sully Che, a sadly deceased K pop star and actor um, in one of her last roles. Uh, Kim Nam-gil, uh, known for Odd Family, uh, Zombie for Sale, which I covered on this podcast. Very, very funny. Memoir of a Murderer, which I've not covered yet. Very, very depressing. Lee-Kung um, Jung, uh, who was in uh, Memories of the Sword, um, Assassination, Kundo, uh, New World, along with the Gods, etc., 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 a really reliable supporting actor. Um Yoo Hae Jin uh, from The King and the Clown, veteran, a taxi driver opposite uh, Song Kang Ho, uh, Madame E, a really good historical uh, film all about the Korean language. Um, in a, you know, recently we've had a few of those, um, and they're all good. Uh, and Space Sweepers, uh, Yoo Hae Jin obviously has gone from doing mostly supporting roles to having. Um, lead roles as well in films like Confidential, Assignment and Malmoe because uh, he's just so good uh, and so recognisable and uh, yeah, uh, really reliable and flexible as an actor. So the Pirates, it might be my favourite Pirates of the Caribbean movie because that's what it is. Um, It's a big swashbuckling adventure with lots of gags and slapstick Uh, just without the supernatural elements and the ghosts and Davy Jones and all that stuff. Um, This was a successful movie in South Korea. It sold, uh, according to Wikipedia, 272,858 tickets in its first two days of release. Um, It became the third Korean film in 2014 to reach 5 million admissions. Um, And at the end of its run... It had reached uh, 8.6 million admissions and grossed uh, $64,000 US. Funnily enough, it competed with another naval period piece, um, which I think one of the most, I think probably the most successful film of that year, one of the most successful Korean movies ever, *The Admiral*, uh, starring uh, min Sik. Uh, a much better film, to be honest, a brilliant film uh, that hopefully I'll cover on here one day. But this one is a lot of fun as well. So in the story, uh, the Chosun dynasty is dawning um, out of the end of the era of Koryo. And envoys from uh, Ming, China, have brought a seal of state to formalize its founding. Um, That's where your historical kind of storytelling uh, ends, and we get into the realms of the farcical, because unfortunately this seal has been swallowed by a whale, uh, and a bounty is put out for its recapturing. Um, which kicks off the action. Basically, it's a very grandiose historical fiction um, kind of plot hook so that we can have a big chase movie um, with a lot of uh, people making very stupid decisions and occasionally getting into cool fights. Um, So a bandit leader, uh, Sajung, who's played by Kim Nang-gil, is after the treasure, as is a pirate captain named Yo-Wul, who is played by Sonia Jin. So like many of the chosen period pieces, you've got some scenes at the Royal palaces, uh, but this time, like I said, the maneuvering from all of the young bands is limited to setup. Most of the action in this movie takes place on the high seas. Um, this movie is a swashbuckler through and through. You get lots of opportunities to get to know the gang, um, the, these uh, two main groups of, uh, of people. Um, the bandits and the pirates as they deal with officials and they eventually forge an uneasy alliance uh, between the bandits and pirates all of them uh, kind of fairly unwelcome in most places because of who they are uh, and there's uh, lots of humorous moments as a result as these misfits are kind of bumbling around um, but it's always to a point and showing the characters you and Sachung, are both ambitious and driven by personal gain um they're like your archetypal bandits and pirates. They're ostracised um, from the, you know, very um, very formal uh, society um, of the time. But they've created their own communities around them. Um, they have uh, you know real relationships and friendships among these various pirates and bandits and uh, ne'er do wells. Um, and on the other hand, that's why Yu Hae Jin's character works well, as he's the opposite. He's always ready to abandon his friends if there's a, a safer or more lucrative option. Um, he uh, doesn't like being uncomfortable or enduring any hardship. Uh, he just wants a payday. So he ends up signing up to be a pirate, thinking it's going to be a great life, then realising he gets uh, seasickness after the fact. He's never actually been on a boat. Um, so uh, spends the whole time uh, rushing to the side of the ship. Uh, he also gets beaten up a lot for being a traitor and uh, just a general shit about everything. Um, and uh, yeah, a very successful comic relief uh, character, um, as you'd expect with uh, with you. Um, it's uh, really it's just a few brush strokes per character, um, but they are they're good strokes, and it provides the minimum you need for a frothy comedy rump like this. Um, so it's doing all this setup. it's getting you to know uh, all of these uh, really kind of larger than life vivid characters. Um, you're getting some uh, some action beats here and there. But then in an Aaron there's this huge set-piece chase uh, through a town where Yorl and Sajung are on the run um, and basically manage to destroy the town in their wake. Uh, it's very funny. It's a good uh, Rube Goldberg slapstick sequence that's been really well-conceived and put together and directed. It's as much Simpsons as Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't get to see many towns obliterated in Chosen films, other than you know burning down in in you know often quite uh, operatic and and maudlin sequences. But if you want to see a gigantic water wheel rolling through a town while um you know some uh, uh, some quite hyper uh, you know jaunty music is playing, then um, here you go. It's it's in the Pirates. You also get uh, Lee Kyung yung here, very effective as a loathsome kind of a villain. Uh, always manipulating everyone around him. You just know he's going to get what's coming to him. Um, no less satisfying when it does. Um, but I think the cornerstone of the characterization here is the will they, won't they between Sachung and Yu Um And I thought this was well handed. One, because both Sonia Jin and Kim Nam Gil are very good actors for a start. They're both just eminently watchable, um, entertaining. They know exactly what they're doing, um, they're, they're professionals. Um, but also it doesn't take more screen time than it merits um, you're not having to constantly think about the the fact that these two you know do they hate each other or do they fancy each other um, and two they stay true to character so they still manage to be funny and selfish um, you know ambitious uh, you know kind of weird leaders of, uh, of ostracized outcast pirates and banders even when they're making eyes at each other so it doesn't bring the film to a halt in, in any way you're still getting the, the, the whole of these characters in the story so very good but we're going to come back uh, round to that when we talk about the next film Um, But yeah, you've got really good action scenes to top it off as well. Um, There's that big scene in the middle, but I think that the the final um, battles, if you will, that you get are fantastic. Um, Combined with the music, which is uh, good throughout. um, Everybody loves the Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack for good reason. Um, And even if this isn't quite on that level, um, it does have plenty of good rousing piratical um, songs and, and themes and stuff like that so if you like you know Pirates of the Caribbean, you like your Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag and all, all those kind of shanties and, and great rollicking um, orchestral uh, accompaniments then um, th- this has got them so yeah th- this film um, it's far from high art it's a good 7 out of 10 it's got genuinely funny moments and surprising scenes and good characters um, perfect movie to watch with a few beers and then uh, 8 years later You've got the Pirates' The Last Royal Treasure, which was at one point called the Pirates' Goblin Flag, may even have had another name at some point. Um, But that constant changing of names uh, does speak to a bit of an identity problem that the movie has. Um, So, this is a 2022 movie, this is recent. It just became available on Netflix. It is a spiritual sequel to the first one, so none of the actors return. You've got a different director. But instead of continuing the story, it just recycles the exact same premise of pirates and bandits competing to find some treasure um, with, again, a female pirate leader and a male bandit leader, again, having a will-they-won't-they sort of romance. So it's almost like uh, they just decided to not even reboot it, but just do a very similar story again um, with uh, a different cast. Now, that could have gone very well um, if you had a, a, a cast and a script that came together as well as it did in the first one. You've got some good people here, so Han Hoju uh who's in Ilang, um, she's really good in that. She plays uh Rang, who is the captain of the pirate ship. Kang Han I haven't seen in much, um, but he plays U Mu Chi, who's the leader of the bandits. Based on his performance in this, I can't exactly say I'll be chasing him down on K-drama wikis to, uh, you know, see as much of him as I can. Um, but we'll get on to that. This did have some development trouble. Um, so taken from uh, from the wiki, this film is di- directed by Kim Chung-hoon, originally scheduled for the return of Kim Nam-gil and Son hee Jin, which is interesting, and was expected to start filming in June 2019. In March 2019, Yi Kuang-su joined the cast replacing Yu Hei Jin, uh, who was a member of the original cast. And due to various reasons and schedule conflicts of the main leads, the filming was cancelled in May 2019. It took another 10 months for producers to modify the script, cast the actors and start the film with a new story. Um, In this case, uh, the same story. Uh, but that's interesting. So at one point they had the actors on, and then it seems like everybody kind of dropped this and uh, suddenly had some schedule conflicts. I don't know. I don't want to infer anything more from that than what I've got in front of me, but um, that's uh, a pretty weird story. Um, so I don't really like anything about this movie. Uh, it took a few tries for me to actually get through it because it's so kind of boring, um, It's a weird example of how basically the same idea, made in the same way, um, can either be a lot of fun or just completely ineffective. So while Sun Ye Jin is a great comic foil to Kim Nam-gil in the first one, uh, here Han Hyo-ju seems to have been told to just sort of stare seriously all the time. Um, She is trying to do an impression um, of uh, Yeol, the character in the first one. Uh, meanwhile, Kang Ha neul is doing more of an impression of Yuhei Jin's character than that of Kim Nam-gil's Sajung. Um, constantly shouting and making stupid faces and gibbering and quivering. It's really quite annoying to watch and shows why Yuhei Jin is good at what he does. It made me sort of think about, you know, what he's basically, you know, shouting and kind of monkeying around, um, but if he's on screen a lot at a time, he doesn't just monkey around. He knows how to use his short appearances for a comedic beat, and then he's on and off screen. And when he has more screen time, he does character work. Um, Whereas this guy, um, Kang Han-yul, as as this bandit leader, is just always arsing around, and he's he's really unlikable. Um, You know, you don't want every single thing he does to end in him looking serious, drawing his sword, then he does a pratfall and nearly falls off something and does a lot of gurning and then he turns around and tries to uh, to be all arrogant around um, uh, around Han Hyoju's character I mean it's just the same kind of pattern re- repeated over and over again um, I think in the first one you could imagine why the leads um, in that film might be drawn to each other uh, they were both misfits they shared a love of adventure and ambition um, despite the fact they were competing, you know they ended up having to work together and it's nothing new, but they did it well, I think, um, the the creative you know, team and, and the actors there. Here, I don't know why either of these two would have an interest in the other, um, other than the fact that they are the two most attractive people in the film, of course. But overall, they're both just really smug in their own ways and totally dislikable. Um, and I think in a movie like this, you need a lovable rogue, which the first film had loads of. Um, so in this movie... It, I mean, in the first one, it felt like quite a big moment when it was like, oh, okay, so the pirates and bandits are going to work together now, and then they go off and they get on the ship and they go on an adventure and so on and so forth. And kind of you you were plodding along with the story quite happily. Um, In this, they get together really quickly um, and they're trying to create this uh, dynamic of an uneasy detente that they never quite carry off. Um, And to compare, like, an hour in the first one has that funny chase scene. Um, where they're they're running away from the water wheel and the, and the town's getting just uh, destroyed around them. Sixty minutes in, uh, the last royal treasure is, is just spinning its own wheels. Um, it wastes a lot of time with characters that you don't care about, um, being unfunny and doing nothing of consequence. Um, so where the first one uh, had like these great dynamics between a, a number of different characters, like Yuul and Sajung, they seemed like they had these genuine relationships with their various crews. Um... In this, it's like there's just all these random shabby dudes just hanging around shouting um, while the two leads sort of take turns smirking when the, when the other one slips up. Um, the relationship between them is, is quite aggravating. Like there's, there's less than no chemistry, um, but this movie is way more obsessed than the first one with the potential romance, so you have to watch them take turns reacting to each other's reaction to every plot development and everything that happens. I really felt quite jaded uh, watching this. In case you can't tell, um, I will say uh, the original. It's fun. Uh, it's a good movie. Sadly, the more readily available one on Netflix, the second one, um, will put you off if you try seeing that first. And I think this one, uh, you know, made a lot less money um, ultimately than than the first, which is probably why it's been um, quite immediately bunged on Netflix because they're thinking we you know we're really um uh we're doing well with korean content at the moment so let's snap up a, a few of these people will watch a, a bit more genre stuff you know they'll put it in the mix on a on a friday night get it uh, and get it binged um if that's the case then then fine but i just don't think this is worth your time really like i said I, I only got through this because i thought it'd be interesting just to compare to the first one um probably not worth it at the end of the day um Great, great first film. It's on if you're in Singapore, uh, like me or a country that has uh Rakuten, it, it is on there. Um, it's on uh certain other services. Uh, sometimes I think it might have been on View, but I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully you can find this in your country. And Amazon seems to have quite a bit of this stuff in the states. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a good fun one. Um Anyway, thank you uh, very much for listening. Um, Sorry that that was a bit of a uh, a grumbly one at the end there. You can follow this show on at KBOTAKPOD, uh, K-B-O-T-A-K-P-O-D on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Retweets and shares are much appreciated as are uh, subscriptions to uh, the podcast. Subscribe and, you know, see what I'm talking about as the weeks go by. Um, best of all if you like the show please do leave a review Um, that would be really nice thank you very much Um, and thank you for listening cheers